0: if it's puke it's coming this is all gonna get cut i know it no, for it's, sure please
1: leave it in this is my episode this is my time to shine <laughs> it's, it's, then the this bod- is the way the, that
0: you want it to the, go yeah
1: the bodily functions episode
0: okay let me explain my reasoning for
1: me
2: Come on in. It is the Survivor at Home podcast, and we are ready to dive into what might be the best episode of the season, at least the most pure Survivor episode of the season so far. Uh, There's a lot to break down, a lot to talk about. I am Alex. This is Luke. And Luke, why
0: don't you introduce our very special guest for this week? I would love to, Alex. Thank you for throwing it to me. This guest that we have on this week is someone who's very special to the Survivor at Home community. This person is an accidental grade 7 and grade 8 instrumental music teacher. Maybe we can ask her about that. She was also a Survivor at Home bystander for a little while because she watched me play in my first ever Survivor at Home season. And then she ended up playing Survivor Light on her own. She can't remember when that was, but she can remember that she actually met you, Alex. Alex. Before she met me, and then married me, and then became the mother of my child, (laughs) it's Amanda Hildebrandt. Welcome, Amanda. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Amanda, tell us about your Survivor fandom, and what is it about Survivor that really gets you into it?
1: Well, hmm. this is a little different probably from anybody else in the Survivor at home community, but I... Remember watching one of the first the first couple of seasons with my family pretty early on, and then we just lost interest or whatever. I remember I distinctly remember watching the episode with the lion. Was there lions? It's forever. Africa. They were in Africa.
2: Yeah, They were early. Yeah. They were, and they, early on. And they were yeah. like you they, could
1: see their eyes glinting in the dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah they had to build torches that. up
2: around the camp. To, you know, yeah, they the, like, the lions, and we genuinely thought they were in danger of being eaten.
1: Eaten by yeah. So that was- that's that's my first Survivor memory. And then, I don't know, we started watching it again during the pandemic, yeah, right? Cool bit, yeah. we, we were both home a lot. And so we started watching it. And then somehow Luke got connected with Survivor at Home, mm-hmm. I think because of London Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And John Wani. And John Wani. And then Luke played. And it was this... It was a great experience for Luke It was kind of horrible for me Because we had a six month old at the time mm-hmm. And we lived in a one bedroom apartment With no doors So <laughs> Luke was like yelling And kept waking the baby And it was Till like two or two or three in the morning And it was honestly It was one of the worst weekends ever
0: And then he didn't even win
1: There's a lot didn't... of crying
0: There actually was a lot of There's crying There's so
1: much crying
0: From Luke yeah, I got voted yeah, from,
1: out twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was very bitter towards this community at first, I will uh-huh. admit. Um, but then I saw the connections that Luke had made, and I thought, you know what? This these seem like pretty okay people. Let's see. And so I I played light. Um, I honestly have n- no recollection of <laughs> much of that. Um I have a bad memory. That um, was last
2: May. That was like May last year, it? 2022. Yeah, year May. Okay. It was one night, you know, yeah.
0: of course. Yeah. So forget, it, yeah. It's, it I don't even know weekend. who the champion was.
1: <laughs> it was Brooke. Oh. It was Brooke.
0: Does, does that count? Right. <laughs> so tell us about <laughs> how you met Alex then.
1: How did I meet Alex? Um, I was um, volunteering with The youth group at our church and we went on a retreat and then last minute, our retreat speaker canceled and then somebody knew someone and Alex street shows up and nobody really knew who this guy was. And then.
2: Wait, I wasn't first choice.
1: You're like last-minute cancellation. <laughs> yeah. They're like, quick, does anybody know someone? <laughs> I don't know this guy. Yeah, it was like and <laughs> so here's, the
2: week before. yeah, like, ah, we're sure. Sure. I'm not Street, doing anything next week. Alex,
1: Alex shows up and starts talking about Disney and balloons and stuff. That's true. And then, but I don't know if I actually told you this, Alex, but on the way to the retreat, I was talking about um possibly wanting to. Go to seminary, mm-hmm. and I had found this program that I thought, "Hey, that's pretty cool." But I was sort of on the fence about it, humming and hawing about it. And then the first thing you say when you get up to speak is like, "Hey, I'm Alex. I'm currently working on my MTS at Tyndale." And da da da. And that was the exact program that I was looking into. So yeah. I think you were the final push for me to go to seminary. So I'm sorry. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: yeah. You better be. Yeah. I remember, I remember, yeah, specifically that conversation around lunch or something like that, yeah. talking about that. You were asking all about that. And then, uh, yeah, we had a similar sarcastic tone. And here we are. Yeah. Friends, friends forever. And we were
1: allergy buddies. That's We waited right. at the window for our food together. Oh,
2: that's where real bonds are made. <laughs> it comes up yet again. All yes. the allergies.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. I'll make one though. It shocked the ball.
2: world last week talking about my allergies. I mean, it, it was shocked a big, me. That was a big topic on Twitter on Survivor at home, Twitter, yeah, which, you know is basically just me uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about my allergies. That's not true. There's three of us Alex's on there. Twitter is just <laughs>
1: like hi, everyone. Here's the allergy I'm talking about today. And he dedicates a day to like his egg allergy. <laughs> That's, Tomorrow you know what? Peanuts, better watch out.
2: I bet that would fly. That would be I would get influencer <laughs> status within a couple of weeks if I well, if I actually of, focused on that.
1: Or instead of Melinda's bookstagram, it would be Alex's allergystagram. Aller- yeah, you aller-
2: go aller- just to There we go. That's the one. Let's get into this episode. Yeah? Are we are we good to go with that or do we yeah. do we have or more reminiscing to dive into? <laughs> are no. you explaining
1: how I accidentally became a grade seven and eight instrumental music. I would
2: like to know that. I would like what is oh. that? Because that um, was an intentional decision, Luke, to say that, and it was. And I, I want to know what's up.
1: I started off the year supply teaching substitute substitute teaching, only wanting to work a few days a week because I was transitioning back from maternity leave, and then I was supplying at this one specific school, and they said, "Hey, can you teach inter- instrumental music just till Christmas?" And now I'm working till June, <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm not qualified to teach grade seven and eight, but when nobody else applies for the job, you're the one who gets it. So now I I teach people how to play trombones and saxophones and stuff.
2: How hard could that be? Um, (laughs) I have a survivor related question kind of around this because we talked about me being brought in last minute as a speaker, you being brought in sort of last minute, I guess, as a uh, junior high teacher. Um, Yeah. You know, the people who have like, you know, people apply for Survivor and then uh, you hear occasionally that somebody gets like called the night before. I think it was Tiffany was called the night before on season right. 41 or 41 uh, to to be told, hey, we need you because somebody yeah. dropped out. Would you rather that like to be called a couple days before or the night before to be like, OK, I got the call? Or would you rather know like six months or eight months earlier? And have all that time and tension preparing for it.
0: Um, well, I, the, I think that we need to preface this by saying that there that that Tiffany or whoever they would have selected would already be in the process, right? Right. So, so she she's would gone already through have, the whole thing for sure. Yeah. So you would have already gone through most of the hoops and probably just been down to mm-hmm. like one of the last people, like who wasn't chosen. Right. So you'd still kind of be, it would be in your mind. I don't know. Like, would you want, Amanda, would you want the preparation or would you want just to be thrown into it?
1: So here's the thing. Never, ever would I want to be on Survivor.
0: <laughs> there it is.
1: That That is, I was going to say this earlier, that is how I am different from most of the Survivor at home players. I have zero desire to do any of the things they're doing like Mm -hmm. no thanks i would rather be on the british baking show and get a Mm -hmm. handshake from paul hollywood like that that would mean something to me but this i enjoy watching survivor i just wouldn't ever be in that situation so So if you have an answer for you alex okay
2: no but if you so if you (laughs) specifically then let's say luke does apply and then he's like oh i'd love to come on but i'm 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 sick. Uh, my my tummy's turning and and I'm my feeling kind of homesick. Yeah, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um then he's like, but my wife, maybe she could go. And so they're like, We oh, she's amazing. They talk to you for two minutes. They're like, You're fantastic. You would be do great on the show. Like if they begged you to come on the show, Amanda.
1: I would be like, first of all, <laughs> no second hey, of all can i have my own bring my own bed hey do you remember like early survivor you could bring a luxury item
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: do they not do that anymore they don't talk about it anymore. they don't talk
2: about question. it they don't talk about Did a lot I just of stuff bring
1: like but... my own small cabin as my yeah, luxury just a, item <laughs> just a tent and then <laughs> and just and just a guarantee that there'd be no snakes ever okay i think no, that's good. we're gonna go call I tiffany feel.
0: instead I think they have yeah, some guidelines just move on. around okay. that. So I don't yeah. think you could take a cabin. Yeah. You could probably bring a toothbrush or maybe a, a, to-
1: a flushing toilet.
0: You could bring a, a picture of a flushing toilet. A I portable think. bidet. <laughs> so just do a that. photo
1: album full of There's toilets. There's a
0: giant flushing toilet. It's called the ocean. Okay, let's get, ri- let's get <laughs> into episode <laughs> eight of Survivor 44.
1: <laughs> Welcome to podcasting with Amanda.
0: Alex, so you, you, are you are a terrible... Marriage therapist.
2: <laughs> Look at that! I'm bond. You two are bonding already. You're getting closer. You're physically getting closer over the last ten minutes. Um, we'll see how this goes. Here's what I love okay. about this episode, and then I want to get into details about it, and then we'll okay. talk it all through. But um, you know, I'm 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 an actor by at heart, and sort of you know at, at, from the beginning. And so what I saw here, sometimes I see things in story, I see things in in performance, kind of thing. This episode was very much like it. Just felt like there was three acts to it. And mm-hmm. I loved it. It was so simple. It was like you can define exactly yeah. where we're going through. And so I'm excited tonight to, to walk through those acts a little bit. There was kind of this first act of camp life and talking about the last tribal. But there was every it's like everybody got a chance to talk. Yeah. Then we go to act two, which is the challenge. And then act three is leading into tribal and tribal itself. And um, it's just so simple, so pure. And we got a little bit of everything and a lot of laughs. An excellent episode. I give it a nine out of ten.
0: And we get to dive into it here.
1: What would be a ten out of ten?
0: If Alex was on it, he would probably get ten.
1: Alex winning. If Alex played
0: like Danny played in this episode, he would give it a ten out of ten. Okay. Or maybe how Jamie played because she might be. Going to the final three. We talked about this already. Absolutely. So why don't we get into the Shakespearean first act mm. here? We see Vava tribe right after the last tribal and Franny's in tears, right? She's lost Matt and she talks about him being the closest ally. I was thinking about it this week. We didn't talk about this last week on the episode, but do you think that was the best way for f- the Franny Matt relationship, not relationship, the Franny Matt game partnership to end. It might have been the most gentle way to to, for it to happen, right? Absolutely. Because she didn't have to vote for him or be really involved in any of the strategizing directly. Yeah. And then she just sat back and forgot his bag at at the camp. And she could just, I mean it was it was painful, you could tell, but it 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 seemed like an mm, yeah just maybe the best way. What do you got? Do you think I'm on to something. Yeah, there. I think that would have been really hard for her to,
2: to ever agree to a vote for him or even listen to, to, to his name being thrown out and then not go and tell him immediately it would have really been messy. So, yeah, it's it was heartbreaking to see them separated like that. But as far as her game goes and of the two of them, I would want Franny to win anyways. Yeah, same. Um, so it's good. He's a good character. I'm very glad he's on the jury. Um, and not booted out of the game but I think for the two of them that was best but then it absolutely sad that she goes back and is like I gave everything that I have to this one
0: relationship and now yes
2: what's left That'd yeah. be hard.
0: that's that's the the hardest part about it is that she invested so much into that and I don't know how much effort she put into her other relationships I, I don't know if it was super obvious but
2: Right. You're right. Franny hasn't invested in many relationships, but apparently she invested enough in her relationship with Danny to warrant a very special gift at the end of the episode. So she's she's doing her work and she just gets to sit in the sadness right now because she lost her friend. And I I think it's it was actually interesting to see how people came around and kind of like there really was this family friendship feeling around her. It seemed like whether she wanted it or not.
1: Did you notice the at one point though Kane said Kane and I think it was Kane and Brandon were whispering and he said Franny's crying it's not because Matt's gone. It's, oh, that's right. That's yeah, it's like, she, well, they
0: figured out what we're doing. They yeah. figured
1: out she figured yeah. out what's what we're doing, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's cuz Matt's gone.
0: Yeah, don't get cocky, kid.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> hey. I it was interesting that Kane and Brandon all of a sudden seemed to be working together. And yes. And to your point about Franny and Danny, Granny Danny too, the Soka versus Ratu thing seemed we seemed to come out of nowhere for me, and yeah, the fact that Ratu was so confident in their numbers yeah. seemed a little bit, I don't know, misplaced. Maybe this is what right? was so great this
2: early part of the episode. We really got to see all these like it was just kind of just everyone talking to everybody and. Then we get Kane sitting there saying, well, we know that Ratu's fine and we're obviously going to win the game. But then you've also got yeah. Tika and, and Soka members kind of just talking to everybody and everybody's getting
0: the lay of the land. Yeah. And Brandon. Yeah. So you said, you, yeah. Kane talking about if a Ratu member doesn't win, yeah. they didn't play it right. I I don't understand that. And Brandon talks about them having the numbers, but you have four they actually you know they what those included Carson. They included Carson. You're right. Because right. Brandon started listing people off and they include Carson, which is interesting because he's not technically he, I guess he was Ratu at the end after that mm-hmm. switch. But and then
2: he includes Jam Jam because obviously Jam Jam is going to be with us now because we just saved him. Right. Even though, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't right. I don't know about that tactic or that belief ever, <laughs> that like, oh, you were one of the two at the bottom, but we didn't choose you to kill. So you should be loyal to us. And yeah. I
1: think they're underestimating how strong Carson's connections are with Carolyn and Jam Jam.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think Carson's played it that way, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's... for sure. Because he's coming in. He kind of came into it, mm-hmm. playing it like that.
2: Yeah, those three Tika members. I mean, as as it develops specifically through the end of this episode, you see how they vote at the end. You see that they are really, really playing everybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah you're so right. Uh, well, I, we should get to that. We will get to that later. Yeah. The, their voting strategy, but yeah. it was impressive how they played that for sure. Yeah. I mean, Carson and Jam Jam at the beginning here t- already talk about how they feel like they're in a power position mm-hmm. because they are in between these two tribes that are so locked in with each other, Ratu and Soka, that then they they're able to sort of even if even though they have the same numbers as Soka, they still are able to work kind of in the middle and sort of massage their relationships on both sides yeah. i thought like the way that they've been playing it is impressive so
1: yeah and i mean jmj make, makes a comment about how tika everybody sees him as the three stooges and carolyn right. says i'm just going to keep trying yeah. to be underestimated and i think carson's doing the same thing too like yeah just kind of flying under the radar but at the same time not
2: Mm-hmm. Which just is what's so make, good. We've let's ta-
1: make it. Yeah, like we're not big threats, so let's yeah just continue we, letting you believe that.
2: We've been talking about her like self awareness, you know, the whole season basically. But it's it's and that's what's so great about that when it is vocalized. You're not like just this person who's goofy, wild, or whatever. But to say that is like, yeah, they're underestimating me. I see it. Let it happen, and also I'm. Absolutely building bonds with these two other people over here and we're all talking the same language here where nobody's whereas Jamie is like Jamie has this delusion that she's on top <laughs> you know like it's completely different sides right. of the coin um, right when you look at, at the, how those two are showing up Carolyn and Jamie and it's it's it makes for a great dynamic.
1: Yeah, and then Lauren says to Carolyn, "Well, you should be you should be playing with me. I think that's right." and karen's like, "Oh, okay.
2: Wow, (laughs) what a good idea!
1: What a great idea!" (laughs) And yeah, they just see her as a dummy. And I, I hope that continues because I, I like Carolyn, Carson, and Jam Jam. I like that Mm -hmm. that trio.
0: Okay, spicy Um, take here. Oh, brilliant. Do okay. Hmm. I liked this episode partially for the reason that we saw a lot less of Carolyn and jam jam. i w I've gotten a little bit tired of, and it's probably just the way that the challenges and tribals have shaped up and how everything has taken place. But I got, I'm just a little tired of seeing them over and over again. I wanted to see some other players this week. I feel like we saw that. We still saw some of Carolyn and jam jam, but I just feel like I'm just even tired of saying their names to be totally honest. Yep.
1: Yep. Well, it's my first time on the podcast. So (laughs) jam, 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 jam.
0: Oh, I get it. No, I get it. I just think that, hmm, we've seen their gameplay so much. Yeah. And we've talked about them as characters so much that, and the show has talked about them and they thrive on them. Yeah. But I just am t- I'm
1: tired. No, well, you know I what think, I noticed? But I'm hoping was... that they fly below so other people get time to do stuff and then they yeah. just pop up at the end.
2: Well, that's the hope. But hey, I, I noticed kind of along the same lines, like Jeff, as far as whether it's the edit or it's, you know, does he talk to everybody on Matt chat or does he talk to everybody at Tribal? Maybe. But um, he addressed Kane. Uh, individually, multiple times through this episode. And so, and and Kane and Heidi got a lot of airtime. And so, there was just uh, again, was it just the edit or was it Jeff's approach that he really tried to talk to different people this week? I think um, there was something to that to see that it's not just about these two players. Though, as you say, when Jam Jam was on screen, he was great he's when carolyn was on screen she was caught in a net but when jam jam was on screen (laughs) he was i can't the stuff that he says to these people he's like but you know you can't vote for me you can't or you probably just are not going to anyways like what do i know you're gonna lie to me right now aren't you you're lying to me Mm. like no i'm not lying to you
0: like the stuff that he says is amazing and that's why
1: It's disarming, I think.
0: Yeah, maybe this is part of the problem, and maybe I'm just a bitter person in general, but you said it. So I was, oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I gave you
1: one. I said nothing. I didn't even make a meaningful look at Alex.
0: Maybe. I was talking to London Steve about this this week. He mentioned that last season, when people are upset and still are upset about um, Gabler winning that his season. Correct. And there are a bunch of different reasons. And I understand a lot of them as to why people may not see him as the most legitimate winner. But I think maybe part of the reason too, is that we saw and appreciated the gameplay of Jesse and the gameplay of Cody and characters like that, like Carla, we Mm -hmm. saw these big players and then ultimately we saw lots of their story their strategy we we saw that in the edit and then when they eventually lost or got voted out it was like okay who's left to cheer for and so i think maybe it's also a self-protection mode where if Mm. i see a whole lot of carolyn and jam jam and carson even and really appreciate their gameplay and like love the way that they're playing but then they get voted out like i just i want to be able to see All of the gameplay, because I'm sure there are reasons why Gabler deserved to win. I just don't think we saw them as much as maybe we should have. I don't know. I think that's the
2: disappointing thing about that. I mean, this isn't a season 43 podcast. Let's just be real about that. But I think that that's the problem. They showed us his entire game, and it was a collective eight minutes of footage. (laughs)
0: That <laughs> was the problem. Do you do you <laughs> honestly think that? Or was it just because there was more like, because the people themselves like Cody was just a more mag- magnetic personality or Jesse's story was, m- yeah. was yeah. more emotionally driven. And so they, they locked in on these people and we got locked in with them as characters yeah. and as yeah. players. That's what I'm saying. I just, that's, good. that's, that's good. maybe why I'm tired in a sense of Carolyn and jam jam at this point I'll probably come around in the end, but I just want to protect myself from the emotional downfall.
2: No, I get it. So then when, right, when it gets to the end and it's Kane and Heidi and Jamie and uh, everybody else I kind of care about. But those three are, I think you're going to be like, what? Where's all the people that I spent time cheering for all season? Yeah. And now we're down to these ones. Um, I think the
0: most disappointing final three who did you say Jamie Kane <laughs> Kane and I Heidi. would be okay if Kane was there Heidi Heidi Jamie, Jamie Heidi maybe Lauren yeah you could put, the, you could put Lauren in there Lauren
2: has though that. Lauren has her moment this episode which which Ooh. I absolutely love
0: um art do you think that we're uh the, does that cover most of that that first act? yeah I just want to talk there was an interesting conversation as well between Heidi and Jam Jam, right? Because Heidi took Lauren's vote in the previous tribal and and forced her to vote Jam Jam. And so she yeah. tried to explain her reasoning to Jam Jam. And even then, she was talking about not ruffling feathers and how she sees themselves as misfits. She's trying to get Jam Jam back on board with her. Um, it just seemed a little bit thin, the argument.
1: I don't, I don't know if it was that like, you guys are really, you guys have been hating on Heidi lately. I I don't think Alex has for sure. I was just
2: about to, if you weren't speaking right now, I was going to take another, another shot. So I
1: mean, I don't see, I don't think we've seen that much from her, but
2: Hmm?
1: again, like we've seen a lot from jam, jam and Carolyn, but it's because their team Mm -hmm. lost their tribe lost so many times. So then all the discussions were focused on their tribals because they were going to tribal. We haven't really seen that much from Heidi.
0: Hmm. We saw when right. she got the power to control the vote. She It looked like she was about to collapse from an anxiety attack because she didn't know what yeah. to do with it. And she was breathing heavy and couldn't figure it out. And I don't know. She overthinks and overthinks and overthinks. I That's the way I see it. And it's hmm. bothersome.
1: I think she's almost afraid of... Is it Ratu? I can't keep the tribes The orange ones? I don't don't know what color they are. I don't even remember their
2: names. (laughs) I
1: I think she's almost afraid of making... She didn't want to ruffle feathers or make enemies and she's trying to... She's like, okay, they voted for Jam Jam before, so I guess if I switch the vote to Jam Jam, I won't make anybody upset. It was almost like she was... Um, walking on eggshells, just so she wouldn't ruin her game in the future. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I will say this. It you didn't
1: know, really pan out the way I was expecting it. Like she could have, she could have played that a lot better. Well, yeah. I just don't think she's as awful as you guys think she is. Okay, like she's I think that challenges.
2: I don't think she's she's no Jamie. I don't think that she's <laughs> wow.
1: But, but... <laughs> she
2: <laughs> she is like to the, to go with that conversation with Jam Jam it's it there's this sense and okay i'm going to lift her up first because um she's the oldest woman in the game right now and she's really putting herself out there there's a lot that goes into this of just being in that position and and playing this risky dangerous relational game and how do you do it and so she is really doing a lot and doing a great job on the other hand this is what I was getting on last week. She feels like she is in way more control than she actually is. And so to sit down with Jam Jam and be like, look, this is what happened and this is what we need and this is what and and we just want to make sure that everything's clean and clear. She feels like everything's set. It's like later in the episode. Why tell them about the idol? Why do this? Because the, she's she's a little loose lipped and trying to gain traction when I think it's actually just sort of. She doesn't have the traction or the control that she thinks she has.
1: She's scrambling. That's it. Yeah. I like her as a person.
2: You don't know her as a person. Got a great personality.
1: I like her from what I see on the show as a person.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll give it to you. Cause I think I feel the same way about Matt <laughs> yes. Blankenship. So I'll give that to you. Okay. Right. Uh, so Matt was hopeless wrap... in the game, but great person. Just like Heidi. So let's wrap up act one here with talking about the, first of our uh let's just say bodily functions that we witness in this episode and the first one when we see uh they're eating a meal together and poor old carson is crawling off just and just such a his sweatshirts all askew crawling off into the into the woods into the jungle and puking which by the way do you do you think those sounds were put in after because those were some intense puking
1: sounds
0: (laughs) a lot very liquidy
1: lots of splashing i think it was real though
2: you think so i uh, I think it was coming up it was it was coming up
1: coming up he i carson i just he's so cute i just want to put him in my pocket Mm. he's probably taller than me but he's just this (laughs) little guy and he when he was talking about it he said well, after the peanut butter jellies, yeah. I just wasn't anybody he, he called them the peanut butter jellies, and it was so cute. It oh, was cute. What a guy. Did you
0: see? Uh, do you follow him and on Instagram? Like yellow, yes, I do. He posted a picture of himself, like the two-year difference, two I guess, between. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that was an incredible. The, the physical transformation that yeah. uh, his body went through over those. That's two what years happens when people, body. when you and I stand next next to each other, Luke. Yeah. Um, Yeah, which picture are you Alex? (laughs) Um, So I I will say he looked so deflated and energy gone. You even just him on his knees, like facing off into the jungle. I felt so bad for him. And he said he puked later. He said he puked, I think a total of nine times or something like that that's a lot for your body just to be continuing like just giving everything like at the end like what do you have left like how many sandwiches did you eat right
1: no more peanut butter jellies
0: no (laughs) i wonder if he can eat them today or maybe he's allergic like everybody here hey oh
1: peanut butter Okay,
0: well, all right, look, okay, that is
2: that it was nasty. It would be so gross to be around there. Here, we there is another bodily function that happens later in the episode we're going to talk about, but I've got a question before we shift into act two. Then, what is the worst bodily function to witness somebody else uh experience? (laughs) Release, maybe perform, (laughs)
1: perform
2: Perform. (laughs) what's what just makes you like
1: immediately my first immediate reaction is puking but if
2: someone pukes in front you see it come out of their mouth
1: oh but i've never seen anybody pooping in front of me so (laughs) i can't say for sure i would no i'm not witnessing no i have but still puking honestly honestly still puking it's disgusting I can't, yeah. I can't handle it. If, if somebody, when I used to teach kindergarten, if one of my kindies puked, I had a real hard time not puking myself.
2: You find that parenting it, kind of like settles all of that though. You you just get used to all of the things coming out of the body. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like from I your child, just... I mean,
1: <laughs> from your own child. It's no, it's, it's, it's still disgusting when it's somebody else's kid. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh Yeah. See for me I'm not bothered really by bodily functions I don't I'm not really concerned like I it's just not to me it's natural like I think that's going to happen like yes puking is probably and maybe puking out of your nose, even like if that ever happens, does that uh, ever what? happen? Does anybody oh ever? yeah, yeah. It's if you true. try to hold it in, it comes. Oh, will come out of the nose. Yes. Oh so that might be like the I worst. I gotta go to the roof. Uh. Yeah. Or maybe like both at the same time. If you got That's one out great. one way and one out the other.
1: What do you prioritize?
0: I, you gotta prioritize. Wait, are you are you talking about direction? Or are you talking about just like releasing? Because <laughs> I think if you're talking about direction, you, you prioritize. Have- <laughs> You prioritize the puke, right? Because there's nothing to cover it. Yeah.
1: You what?
2: You have a defense system already wearing, uh, hopefully if you're wearing pants, then at least there's a defense system down below, but
0: up above. That is
1: absolutely wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is so wrong. You prioritize the poo. No, no,
0: no. You don't want
1: to clean poop off yourself?
0: Let me explain. First of all, If it's puke, it's coming. This is all going to get cut. I know it. for sure. Please
1: leave it in. This is my episode. This is my time to shine. (laughs) Then this is the way that
0: you want it to go. Yeah.
1: The bodily functions episode.
0: Okay. Let me explain my reasoning for me. The puke. So if you're, if you're puking, (laughs) there's going to be more velocity and distance on that bodily function, potentially, I'm hoping, than (laughs) the other, the other way. Do you? but the uh, the uh, and then in the rear the rear of the vehicle the rear of your body if that's happening too there it's it's closer to the ground you've got i mean it's it's going to go probably just straight down i mean yes your clothes whatever might be in the way but you're prioritizing i think where that puke is going and not the other
1: no that's, that's wrong
0: i can't also, um, do you-
1: Speaking of velocity, do you not remember that time that when Eli was a newborn, he shot poo like seriously six feet across the room?
0: I, no, I Almost remember that. Almost in your eye? I do remember Checktile that. Felt too. the
2: breeze.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, I love it when they show stuff like this and like there's been so there's two si- situations in the past on Survivor um, when uh, Fishback had, Stephen Fishback had uh, like gastrointestinal whatever and and he was like, I was going to the woods, right. like over a couple of days. He just have He just he'd be like, all right, gotta go. And the other castaways are talking about it, and are like, oh, look out! He's gotta go poo. Here comes the poo man. And like he's man. talking about, <laughs> wouldn't that be so brutal? And then there was another one, Shan, from mm-hmm. forty one. I didn't find that set until afterwards. There was there was times where she was so constipated that she didn't participate in like pre tribal conversations. Because she was like being treated or something. Oh, wow. For like, she just hadn't pooed in nine days or something like that. And so
1: She's that was like a significant,
2: maybe why she was voted out because she wasn't a part of those conversations, kind of thing. Like, it's
1: interesting. The game okay, Off the top you of are. my
0: head, I can't remember his name, but there was a guy who won a reward and it was steak. And he kept eating steak and steak oh, and messes. steak. Yes. In the, in like the thirties, like survivor 30 something. Yeah. Don't remember his name. Someone in the community has got to come up Might with have been it. Mike Kelley know Kel knows already. Lennon, Steve probably knows. Yeah, I know he, he definitely knows, but okay. this, and then I think he had to be medevaced because of it, right? Because he ate too much and then.
1: I don't know, that's good. Yeah. Well.
0: You know what? It's great.
2: Let's. Uh, for me, by the way, for me, it's just burping. It's the smell of burping. That's the worst bodily function. That's it. The smell of burp. It it will make me then. You would
1: rather have somebody barf on you than burp on you.
2: (laughs) When you put it that way,
1: this is my judgment. Because then I would smell the burp. Witnessing. Witnessing. Okay.
2: That's true. Yeah, it's not being
0: consumed by this bodily function. (laughs) 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 <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Alex, okay, so you act one is one done. Act one is over. Oh. It's over. We're moving on to act number two. We haven't
1: two. even got to the toot yet.
0: The curtains have closed on act one. We've already talked about everything we need to for act one. Act two yeah, comes excellent. that starts, I think, with tree mail. So tree mail, they, they received this letter. And in the letter, I thought it was really interesting that it, it talks about how Um, you know, the challenge is coming up, but there's one necklace now instead of two, one person will be safe. Only one will be truly safe. And then they have to split into pairs on their own. They have to figure out what pairs they're going to compete in. So right off the bat, there's two, there's a bunch of ways to look at this. You're going to either compete with the person or against the person. Mm -hmm. And we find out it's a combo of both um And with that in mind, it's. I thought it was interesting seeing people pair off. Jamie right away chose Heidi, and Carolyn said, "No, no, no. I'll go with Carson. I'll put him on my back." And yeah. do you think that was kindness? Because Carson later talks about how heartwarming it was for everybody to say, "Oh, no, I'll be with Carson." But was it really out of the kindness of their hearts, or did they think maybe I, I could have to compete Carson. against Carson? That's, that's a good, I
2: didn't catch that in the moment, but that's a that's a good take on that. I think she was so, I I think she actually was in that moment, just so mama bear and like, look, like nobody else is going to knock him down. I don't want him to feel less than already. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to take care. I'm going to, I'm going to embrace this kid. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it really would be that. And then, then afterwards she might've been going, Ooh, maybe I'm competing again. Ooh, that might be nice. Like, it, and is it going to be squid game style or. Oh,
0: <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean in a survivor oh. context? Oh, Squid they did
2: so style. well in Squid Game. They do that. They 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 part. There's and a then, game where you have to partner up, and then you get into the thing, and you're facing off at each other, and right. one of you dies. So, right, it gets a little bit more serious. But um, in Survivor, that could I think we did that in a Survivor at Home, didn't we? Do that? You and I went up. We had to partner off, and then we went into a Jenga battle. Oh, right.
0: Yes. You blocked I think it that's from where your it all began. It's fine. Mm-hmm.
1: That's <laughs> yeah. how I make teams in gym class, too. You tell everybody to get a partner.
0: And then you split them.
1: And then you split them.
0: That's that's devastating. And then they cry like yeah. Franny losing her best friend. Yeah. There were some interesting pairs like Kane, Brandon, Danny, Lauren. Mm-hmm. It was, and then I liked when uh, they all come into the challenge and Jeff's like, Okay, we've got, let's see who's all in pairs, and then they all kind of do their poses and stuff, too. Danny does That's the right. little, like, the little, uh, like, Rocking. moving uh, boxer. Rock, yeah, mm-hmm. boxer, whatever. It felt like a video game. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was cool and cute. You kind of saw a little bit of personality there. Um, and then, uh, and then what? And then we see the challenge, right? Challenge starts. It's a big, epic, three-stage challenge.
2: They have to crawl through this twirl or jumbled up net and seems extremely difficult. I would absolutely hate it. And then some tribes, some pairs make through, then they have to climb up, make a bridge, a couple of other pairs get through and you get to the end with four people all competing individually for, uh, for the idol. But I think the best part before we get to the end of it, the best part was Carolyn caught in the net. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, Carson's and poor Carson. little <laughs> peanut butter jellies,
0: Carson, <laughs> uh, cheering Trying, her on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. try his
0: so hardest. <laughs> you
1: can do and it. He had
0: nothing in the tank.
1: It was like it you, was like yeah. watching an SNL skit. The just the juxtaposition between the two of them. Like you can do it, and she's like, ah, yeah, <laughs> just like shrieking, and the the one at the. I think it was closer to the end of that. He's like, I think you have to turn yeah. your body around. And then she yeah. just stops and her head pops yep. up. Yeah. What? <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. So I, good. You just have to. I, and I felt
2: so bad for him. Like, I was like, Oh, she should just stop. Like, please don't make it through the net because everybody else is so far ahead. You know that they're going to lose. They're not going to make it to the next stage of this. And then she crawls through and Carson's like, okay. I guess I have to go into.
1: <laughs> the other ones were almost done. It's like, no just chance. Do it. That's just rule don't. number one, though.
0: You never give up. That's survivor right. rule number one. You can never give up. Nice. So I, I liked that he still went in there. But they
1: had like four feet to go. He
0: got pretty yeah. far. Did you see him when they all tried to help him we out? He was pretty far him. through. Yeah. Yeah. And he got but, a few uh, twists in there.
2: It was not, but then he would have had to dig in the sand. He would have just been digging and puking at the same time. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh poor guy.
1: Poor Lord. Oh, guy.
2: But
0: anyways, then they make it through and we get to the end and we've got uh, oh, wait, can we folks. just pause for a sec here and talk about the necklace shop? Because as they, they hand in the immunity necklaces, and then you see one necklace, all of a sudden it's covered in sand, and then they do a little like, it's dousal, like water like water, a dosing.
1: water pour.
0: I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was uh, so funny. Was, I
1: burst out. I was watching it by myself, and I burst out laughing. Just that water shot. Like, I want to see the behind the scenes of that. Like, who had to like dump a bucket of water? <laughs> who had to cover
0: it in sand? Who
1: had to like rub it around in the sand? Yeah. Okay, it's so like it,
2: Instagram it, versus reality. Okay. You zoom it's, out. There's somebody standing yeah. on a chair that then falls I, on it afterwards.
1: <laughs> I <Yeah. would> like <laughs> this is this is what I would like from Survivor. I would like a documentary series or something that just gives oh, yes. you all of the behind the scenes stuff. Like I want to see Basecamp. I want to see them creating stuff. Yeah. I mean the podcasts that Jeff, Jeff does, yeah. does is great, but I want to see it. I want to know mm-hmm. all of the like hear the stories about how the the staff yeah get like interact with the contestants and I want to see the casting process. I just want to see all the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I want to see behind the curtain of survival.
2: That's a a great, great idea. If if they they don't have have that that... all
1: day today, like I want to see the the nitty gritty of like how do you come up with an idea? How do you test it out? I want to see people trying out Mm -hmm like yeah. Jeff
2: on his FaceTime calls, like have a camera in the yeah. house with Jeff on the FaceTime calls. And then that yeah. hotel yeah. room, like that casting episode, I remember on, yeah. on Jeff's podcast yeah. where he talks about all of that. Um,
1: then, or like the staff that are trying out the challenges.
2: Yeah. 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 Like, oh, the dream team That
1: didn't work better. Try this dragon coconuts back and forth again. Yeah. I if want they don't to have see that by that. season
2: 50. That'll be, that would be surprising yeah. actually. If, if, if they don't have something like that already in the works. Yeah. Uh, Although I haven't thought of it until this very moment, so but maybe like, they're just waiting for you, Amanda.
1: Well, cool, and just talking about the the local, because where are they? Yeah, Fiji. 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 Like all yeah. the locals, like how does that impact their lives? And mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Oh, I just geez. want that, we would
2: eat that, that
1: story up. or that yeah. book, and or mm-hmm. I think I
2: did actually see uh, Rob Rob from Rob has a podcast uh, has just started a deal with some survivor show on Paramount plus some other show where it's actually going to be a, a show. I didn't look any more into it other than that, but uh. maybe they're on, they're on track towards something like that. And he, he, mm-hmm. maybe he will be kind of on set or behind the scenes or something. I have no idea, but we'll look into that.
1: Yeah. Pass yeah, on the
2: information to our co host for next
0: week. It would give another perspective, right? And this world is all about content now too, right? So. That's yeah. great. Yeah, it's yeah a great I just give us think more.
1: it would be cool. Give us more. That give like us that's more. I that's what I want. Give I us more see challenges
0: them. like this because this challenge I like that there's so many different aspects yeah. to it. The poo stains uh, sliding down those slides. There's a lot of teamwork. There's pairs that you're working together, and then you're working against each other, and then in the end, I thought that last piece of the challenge really favored Lauren. I know, like she wins, but yeah. I di- I actually didn't think any of the other three guys had a chance. Why? That's like the ultimate, like, if you have like a smaller stature, that's going to, I think that's going to be the challenge for you to anything like that, which is endurance and balance and, um, and your own weight working against you. I think that plays Mm -hmm. right into Lauren's wheelhouse.
2: Did they, do they, were they smaller? Like what, you know, was it the same distance away for their arms or was the same
1: I, I think it, like it. I think so because how would they have known? Yeah, you can't
2: change that mid game. The right? last
1: four standing. How so that's think? a
2: massive advantage for I would think for Brandon or Kane Brandon. who have more arm support than. Yeah, uh, maybe to hold themselves up, where Lauren is like basically holding on with her elbows. The other guys can like press their hand. Like I don't know. It felt like. Or
0: the yeah, other Yeah, I way don't around. think it. I don't The other know way if around. It,
1: yeah. I don't know if I totally agree with it favoring her. Maybe for her feet, but not her arms.
0: I mean, in retrospect, we can say, oh, Luke just thinks that because she won. But I did think that (laughs) before, like when the four of them were in the challenge, I was thinking like the big guys are out first in this one. It's a tough one for for bigger guys to do. It was good. And because they said they showed us a clip beforehand of her
2: saying, like, I'm so dead tired. I'm sorry for anybody that goes that partners with me. And then, yeah. Just grinded mm. it out and pushed it through. Uh, and speaking of pushing it through, we have this golden moment.
0: Oh Danny...
2: no! <laughs> <laughs> boom, you nailed it. <laughs> Danny, it's intense. Jeff is talking them through, saying, Focus, focus. <laughs> deep. <laughs> and then just... it's quiet. Oh. And man. Danny's just like, Jeff. And we've heard that before. That's happening yeah. past. And then he, like, he's gonna make a pitch. He's gonna be like, Give us yep. more rice
0: and, That's and I'll what bow I out. Thought was no, ask, you know what exactly. I was thinking? I thought he would be doing either the Gabler thing where Gabler like gives shout out oh, to people yes. or oh. he was going to ask if they could go down to the next rung.
1: There like, was no next There was
0: one more. Sure, yeah. yeah, but that it worked out perfectly. It was just, great. Was Jeff. Was just, yes. Yeah. How would you rate it? That's that was I was thinking about. Was
1: this. that his the real How fart you, sound?
0: I think it was. Yes. I Maybe they. Because they were not afraid to do the puke sounds, I think they would just gave whatever the
1: fart sounds.
0: So they
2: how have would a you mic down that there? That's fart. true. How would they find? How would they? They must have mic. They have mics on the on the actual on the structure. Butts. On their <laughs> on
1: the <butts.
2: laughs> Out, Out of never ten, see the mics. Maybe they're in their.
1: Out of ten. Out
2: of
0: ten. That,
1: that was and, maybe and two, a five. No, no, wait, I'm oh, going to give you two oh,
0: categories. Okay. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was ready.
0: Your first category is. Just the pure sound of it. So the, the quality of the fart itself, that's your first category. Second is timing.
1: Timing was a 10 oh, out of 10. Yeah, timing is a 10. Ta- timing was perfect. I agree. The um, f- quality of the sound, maybe five and a half.
2: I'm right with you on that. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't epic. It wasn't thunderous. Yeah.
1: It wasn't like... But, uh, it wasn't funny, didn't ask a question. Did you see yeah.
2: did did you watch it with captions? If you watch it with captions, no. it says it, said it says, Danny
1: Farts. Yeah, Dan, squeakily.
2: farts. That's funny. Yeah. It said squeakily. Like <laughs> There was one. Oh. I don't know if that was on mine. I saw it on Twitter. Oh. Somebody posted that. They're like, like <laughs> No,
1: I you had it on captions at the end there. And it just it said, said Danny farts. farts. Yeah.
0: Just no, I gave it a moment. seven out of ten, like with those combined.
1: Oh, combined.
0: So okay. I yeah, I'm I'm bang on with you guys too. Ten out of it's ten for timing. Thing. Everyone's laughing. I loved it.
1: And again, this is going to sound weird because it was about a fart, but that's the kind of stuff that I wish there was more of just like those moments that make them human and not just characters on a TV show. Like like how many times have they probably farted in front of each other because they're living in such close quarters and stuff like that? Not just, you know what I mean? Like that kind of human stuff like how many times have they already heard Danny Farr well maybe
2: yeah they go over to the the bench and they show Carolyn what with her like itchy pants or something like she's yeah I wrote that down too right so
1: yeah yeah like how much of that stuff that's the kind of stuff I want to see like the gameplay is great Mm -hmm. but I also want to I want like the the b-roll the b-roll like the bloopers and yeah. and just the stuff we didn't show mm-hmm.
0: so good yeah I was I it kind of made me think about because obviously Danny doesn't fart all the time because they weren't like rolling their eyes I think people were just just thought it was funny yeah. but I like how they are pitted against each other but we see this over and over in Survivor where they also care about each other quite a bit like they all helped Carson out of the net when he was tangled in there even last season when Sarah was or who am I thinking of? Someone was tangled in the net. Nope. Uh, uh, um, Noelle. Noelle. Noelle, yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yes, yeah. so Noelle, it, it just like moments like that where they take the individual com- competition out of it and just, yeah, there's still this community even though they're battling against each other. And yeah, I, I just, that's yeah. What's,
1: that's what's cool about this. Mm-hmm. Like you can play this game and you can lie and you can be ma- manipulative, but you're not mean. Mm-hmm.
2: And then... We get this epic win. So uh, Danny ultimately bows out, falls down, and walks it off. Jam Jam comes over to, like, kind of console him, and he's like, no way, man. And Lauren (laughs) loses her mind. It is just pure joy. We love it. We love to see it. She is ecstatic. She is talking through. It sounded like she swore. Did you hear that? She said it was a buck. Yeah. When she's standing next to Jeff. She said, this is a bucket list item. And I was like, did she what?
1: Yeah, I heard that (laughs) the first time, too. I was like, what did she just say? I didn't bleep it. No, she mm, said bucket list,
2: bucket list item. And she's talking about her own kids, her school kids. And she's never thought it would happen. Um, I saw today she is the first black woman to win an individual immunity in the new Mm -hmm. era. So interesting. That's fantastic. Um, Just never thought. I love that story. You just never think that you could win this. And that's it. Like, what do you do? What a moment. What an incredible. If she gets voted out next week, you know, she's going back and she's saying, yeah, but I won an individual challenge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Incredible. So I just love that moment beginning to end.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was great. It was and a legit challenge, too. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So then. We know. And so now Lauren's safe. She hugs Jeff and we go back to camp and it's all, now we start chatting about who is going to be the target. Okay. Uh, before we shift into act three, can we play survivor trivia? Of course we can. <laughs> we, we can always make time for trivia. Survivor trivia. Oh. <laughs> um,
2: okay. Okay. Today's date, April twentieth. Yes, four twenty. Okay. <laughs> on this day in Survivor history, oh boy, what happened? Was it a? You got multiple choice here. Was it a? The first person was medevaced from Survivor on this date. On this date in Survivor history, was it b? The first winner. Of Survivor was announced, or on this date in Survivor history was it C, the first hidden immunity idol was played? Wow, Medivact, winner announced, or individual idol, or individual hidden immunity idol?
0: idol. Indem- so hidden
2: immunity idol played. Which one do you think?
0: Hidden Im- hidden immunity. You're going to so, see. So these are all different. No, sorry, I'm just oh. I'm just thinking about it because these are all different seasons. I don't know. Sure. Um, Just three guesses. Take a guess. My guess. Winner. You're saying winner. Sure. I'll it's say. Um, I'll say hidden immunity. The winner
2: is correct. The oh, winner yes. was announced on April twentieth, two thousand. Jeff pulled out the vote that wow. said Richard Richard Hatch. It didn't say his last name, but so Richard, and he won. <laughs> and uh, hey, here we are still That's talking cool. about it to this day. Yeah. So for those playing at home, congratulations. If you chose B, uh, your check is in the mail. Wow. How mm-hmm. much are we giving them? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to mark. Andrew Ironside. He's the one mark. funding this. Here.
1: Check mark is in the mail. Check mark.
2: <laughs> Even that we can't guarantee. So that's yeah, that's true. Don't, don't overpromise. Posted. Yeah, you got to DM us. <laughs> All right, let's move in then and to the the, uh, the glory of the conversation that now develops as people Absolutely. actually have one person who's safe, nine people who are voting. What are we going to do? I mean, ten people who are voting. Um, and they start talking at back at camp,
0: and we mm. shift into Act Three here. Yeah, Franny becomes the first name thrown out there which is i think for me a little bit interesting i i don't like i know that ratu wants to take out ahsoka and i guess like they were talking about how she is a smart player and she's good at challenges but i was curious what the reasoning would have been like um between all of them and it to me I guess it makes sense but you you had already taken out her her lifeline mm-hmm. and I wonder if there might have been a better choice. But yeah, what's with the Ratu
2: Soka feud apparently? That's that is existing. Question. Is it just because they they were battling Tika was losing and so these two heavyweights are just duking it out or what?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It seems to come out of nowhere, but I, I think maybe that has something to do with it because It's not like three. They they feel like three tribes aren't in the fight because they don't see Tika as well.
0: They see Tika as being a split, right? And they see they see Carolyn and Jam Jam as being weaker players, and they see Carson as being a ratu potentially, right? Yeah. Um, but I I agree. I've and maybe it's just the way that we see it, but it like and we talked about this, but the numbers just don't add up, and they the way that they were playing it so hard it was so obvious. And they, they even talked about how Franny already knew what they were doing. They, they Mm -hmm. said, Oh, Franny's crying because she knows what we're doing. But so you gotta, and then Kane sets himself up even for disappointment when he talks about how he shouldn't get too cocky. That's the (laughs) title of the episode even. Yeah. And it just did not make sense to me. It felt like Ratu was like
2: play. It was like power versus like, uh, positioning maybe or like strategy like like the ratu all four of them were just like look this is what we're gonna do this is what it is even earlier in the episode where lauren's like you should work with us carolyn there's this sense of like and then you've got these two big guys that just demonstrate this physicality of power and they're like this is what's happening it's easy all on franny and then the Soka players are like actually like we can use this we can do this I am blown away that Danny so easily thought, I'll just play my idol for her. Yeah. This idol that you've been holding on to for two weeks, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll just play it for her. I, my brain doesn't work like that. We know this, but my, I think that was just a massive decision and move thought process in his mind.
0: Yeah, I, well, the thing is, too, though, Ratu was talking to everybody about it being Franny. They they talked to Heidi about it being Franny, and that's, that's kind right. of how word got out. And Heidi is loose lips, Heidi, because mm-hmm. she's talking to everybody about everybody's plan. She talks to Danny about the fact that Franny's on the chopping block, and she talks to, uh, who does she talk to later? She talks to Jam Jam and Carson about, it being, about the fact that Danny has an idol. Yep. She's just, like, flinging information all over the place.
1: I think in an attempt to build some sort of trust and to convince people to vote her way. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's doing it to be like, Ooh, guess what? I know. I think she's doing it to ensure the plan works.
2: Yeah. But it almost blows up the plan, which is right. So that's, yeah. and that's yeah. the risk yeah. is, is when you're just, you share information too much. I, yeah. I, I, I do play whatever. Like this is the first time that Danny's, Share. Yep. i even have an idol and yep. that's why it's effective so then when it gets spread out all of a sudden it loses effectiveness with each person that knows about this thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well, nobody did, needed to know about it she didn't need to tell jam jam but i think you're right her only play is if i tell them this they trust me yeah mm-hmm. and what consequence is it to me who goes i just get to build trust with people here
0: yeah, yeah. In a way she's in a good position because people feel free to tell her things. Yeah. But I, I'm curious if now, especially with her giving away the information about Danny's idol and Danny finding out about it through Carson and not through her, that is a trust killer. And I feel like moving forward, it might be harder for Danny to work with her because of that. I just felt like that was kind of a dumb move. She, Mm -hmm. but it's yes yeah, it's just sort of interesting she was sort of the crux of that whole thing and it worked and it was great and it was awesome and i love that they built up the idol play yeah and they fed into it and fed into it There was a couple of parts like carolyn oh like i think maybe even like carolyn heidi and jam jam all three of them at some point said oh maybe we'll do something different than that and jam jam yeah. was gonna maybe tell ratu about it and all these other things were at play. So it was kind of cool to see the build up there and for it to come to fruition. Yeah, Guys, Carolyn still things. has an idol. Okay. Oh, true. Right. And
1: nobody knows that.
0: Nobody,
2: nobody knows. What were you going to say, Amanda?
1: Um, I like that. I mean, so many times you they they build this story around tribal and it's like, yeah, if we can do this, we can pull mm-hmm. it off and it'll be awesome. And then it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. so the fact that it actually worked felt pretty sweet so good yeah so good and even the other way could
2: have worked like if if jam jam did go and spill the beans and then they switch their vote like i this is one thing this is why i think it's just so pure this is why like just all you need is a hidden immunity idol or three out in the game and it's enough tension every tribal council to, mm-hmm. to wonder are they going to play it and are they going to play it how you think they're going to play it and so to get through all of this and then get danny to the point where like even when he does get up and and say i'm going to play it you're still wondering
1: is he or play franny, franny. Danny, yeah. like cracks his back right? yeah he cracks his neck gets up
2: <laughs> so i think it's just still such a that's the essence of the game. And I know that, you know, the idols didn't come in until later six, season 16 or something like that, I, I think, but they've just been such a staple and it really is just such a, that's all you need. And then somebody to play it well. Yeah. Or not it play it well. It's still entertaining. I,
1: mm-hmm. I like how things can switch so drastically. I mean, we, I know this is not a Survivor Australia podcast but um we just watched that and with the bigger tribes it kind of felt like a few people were calling the shots and mm-hmm. that's just what happened and i like that there's smaller tribes and smaller alliances and things can flip if if two smaller alliances get together and and switch things i just i really like that that unpredictability and yeah. it's not just you're not just watching A one big alliance pick off all of the small ones. I I really enjoy how quickly things can switch, and especially because Kane's talking about the beginning of the episode. It's ours to lose. It's ours to lose. Don't get too cocky, kid. That's right. I mean, I want to. That sounded
0: exactly like Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna put that at the
2: beginning of the episode, and people are gonna be like, "Is Kane the guest?" (laughs)
0: oh <laughs> well, my goodness it's Kane Kane's here
1: I really enjoy it Kane's self-talk if he calls himself kid don't get too cocky kid
0: <laughs> I it, wasn't it advice that some that his parent gave him no or that's or a what grandparent? He,
1: he said that's what I keep telling myself
0: he, okay he
1: said that's what I keep telling myself don't get too cocky kid and yeah. then they got too cocky and yeah. It just, I really enjoy that. And I think to be an editor of that video would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Cause like, what? Wow, she's getting too, too I was just like, it'd be really, it's fun. And I enjoy how quickly things have changed. And I'm excited for next That's week good. It's good.
2: It's good. It's good. We want to, I don't want to, it's wanna wide jump. open now. I don't want to jump to the end too quickly. Oh. I want to just, just track a little bit. I know we kind of looked at the idle play right away, but there's just a little bit to talk about around the Tribal Council. Right. Not too much. If you're still listening, stick around for just a few minutes here because there's some highlights to touch on, especially the dreamy eyes between mm-hmm. Matt and Franny. We <laughs> got to talk about this. I don't know how much more we'll get to talk about these two. But as they come into tribal council, we've got Matt there as the only jury member. And immediately him and Franny have this moment, this beautiful heart eyes moment.
1: It almost looked like he was going to blow her a kiss. Right? It almost looked like it because his hand was right in front of his mouth. And I was like, is he going to blow her? No. He's It was beautiful. I loved it. it. It was great. It was cute. When Franny, if Franny gets voted off, I'm excited to see the two of them. See, this is again behind the scenes. Wouldn't it be awesome to watch their like love story unfold if they're both on the journey? Well, there is
2: there's Ponderosa yeah. stuff I don't that you can watch.
1: Is there? Oh. Or
2: you used to be able to watch. I don't know if you can now. But
1: I don't know, it's just cute.
2: That's a different Okay, wait. Show. We talked about their ship <laughs> name being like blank. we had a whole conversation about their ship name, ship, yeah, or something Blankenship? like that. Do you guys have a ship name?
0: It's uh, Mandalukian. No, no, it's, no. Hilda Bast. it's Hilda Bast. Oh, my
1: maiden name is Bast oh. and it's Hilda So we've always yeah. just been the Hilda Basts.
2: Oh, that's perfect.
1: Yeah. That's yep.
0: cute. That's all. We've got yeah. a, we a we have a we have a doormat that says hashtag Hilda Bast. Yeah, that's my the best f- we could do.
1: My friend made us a doormat. Yeah. And those are my hashtag that's my on it. <laughs> Instagram yeah it was our wedding hashtag it was our wedding. the best
2: is it trending still no 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 i no.
1: don't even okay. think it it's was my, trending during our my, wedding <laughs> yeah. it's my instagram uh, handle though is a, it oh a, a yeah, a yeah, a that's a best. yeah that's all true. of my socials are <laughs> a hill the best yeah, yeah. Love
2: it. follow along for all the fun um <laughs> so there's all kinds of conversation around who's gonna go where who feels confident uh you know missing some of the the subtle or like i i like it when they they hide a little bit of the strategy in their answer, and it didn't seem like there was much of that. They were really just nope. talking about this is the situation here. did you get some of that?
0: I did. Yeah, like Danny was saying, um they were talking about oh. being on the um like voting with the majority. and then Danny said, yeah, it's it's um it's not great it's to be on the wrong side of the majority, but then you could make a comeback, but it's a great when those people make a comeback and, and then the it's a, obvious it. to the jury, yeah, right the That's jury. true. That's, and that's I thought that question. was great because it foreshadowed his play and yeah I just, that was a good good little comment there so oh and i thought i was curious what you guys thought about this because kane talks about what how he sees the commodity of a vote and what a vote is worth so he says one is that he could use it to make a flashy move um especially for the jury or he could use it use can use it to build trust so those are the two options that he gave for the commodity of a vote and what a vote is worth do you agree with that I mean, trust or to make a move, gain trust or make make a flashy move, flashy move. move.
1: I mean, his vote going into it didn't wouldn't have done either of those things.
0: Yeah. Gain trust like with with Brandon, I guess. Right. Or with the Tika. Yeah,
1: But they were. eh. Yeah. I I, think maybe that term
0: flashy is is
2: the thing it's it does. I think there's a third option, which is to eliminate
0: a player. I don't I, like. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. get
1: somebody gone. Or you know, you it's, sometimes it's,
0: it's, I think you can sow distrust with a vote too. Purposefully? Yeah, purposefully. Or like, even, even maybe just not distrust, but you can sow um, like a feeling of somebody feeling uncomfortable. Like, as soon as you see your name up yeah. there, oh, you yeah. feel uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah.
2: I like that one for sure. Yeah. Throw it out there just to remind them hey, People react to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who was it? I think in 42, High saw his name on there and then went back and was like, what
1: is going on?
2: (laughs) (laughs) One vote. Uh, Yeah, that's a good one. I'd say that's definitely, that counts.
0: Yeah. Um, Either way, I loved how Tika played this, the vote, and their strategy through aligning themselves with certain alliances. Yeah. Um, Do you think it was on purpose that, two of them voted with the majority and one voted against because yeah. Carolyn voted oh, yeah. for Brandon, right? She was yep. the only Tika member to vote for Brandon, but the other two guys voted with, um, with Ratu, with the majority. So it was
2: six votes on Franny, four on Brandon. Who were four the on votes Brandon. on Brandon? There was,
0: it was th- the three, uh, the three, so- uh, Soka. So it would have been Heidi, Franny, oh, and Danny. Uh, Danny. Danny. Those three voted for Brandon and Carolyn. And Carolyn. Yeah. So, okay, right. Because so they from said now that, that they... On... weird.
1: That Jam Jam would have voted for France. But
0: they also said that they didn't want to cause too many Whoa. ripples, I guess, right? They, w- did, they didn't want people to see them as a threat, yeah. really?
1: Or I guess they were talking about we don't have to play one side or the other yet. Right. That so... they can split it and still jump around. That's why well, I,
2: I think it's intentional. Yeah. Here we are in Act 3, and there was this, like, Acting from Jam Jam to be like, oh, what yeah. this <laughs> happened? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Like it was he was totally playing it up at the end so that I'm sure he can. In yeah. some way, uphold his relationship still with Kane, etc. cetera. That the, the power, I don't know, trio there um, for sure. Intentional. Keep that
0: going. We talked about this last week um power players and power moves and how maybe Carson and Carolyn might have been the only ones to this point to have made a big move. I think this move by Danny yep. vaults him far ahead, not just to play an idol correctly, but to play it for somebody else. Massive. That's that's very courageous. It's very um you have you have to be knowledgeable of yep. the game and the players. It was just impressive. Yeah. Is, I have here Danny takes the
2: lead. That's yeah. that's on yeah. my notes right here. Yeah. And my only worry for him is he's a too target. Early.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's so, you know, Marianne O'Ketch, uh, she would say in her great sort of breakdown of her season and other seasons, you make your big move at seven or at six, maybe at seven mm. before that. It's too early. You're too big of a threat. They're going to target you or they even actually don't value it as much by the end. Short memory. Um what goes on there. But I think this was a big enough move that it will be remembered, but maybe too big that he'll, he needs protection after this.
0: Well, and we see in the, in the scenes for next episode that he is searching searching like crazy for an idol. Yeah. So he knows he's a good player. I think he knows. And obviously Steph Schroeders is a big fan. Our guest last week. I know my, the person here sitting next to me is also a big Danny fan right from the beginning.
1: Yeah. I picked him a bunch of times and in our pools.
0: Yeah. He was a Oh yeah, he was good in the fantasy pool this week
2: for sure on Survivor Fantasy. Um and interesting to see Brandon go. So, you know, first vote of the season, he plays an idol, protects him, and now we come here and an idol boots him out. Yeah. And it was his first time being vulnerable all season yeah. because oh. of immunities and whatever bonkers no votes
0: fascinating yeah
2: his first time available to be voted out he's
1: out my
2: great
0: analysis that was great Go.
2: that's just from my twitter research so (laughs) that's that's what i do all day when we're podcasting i spend my entire day i block out my calendar nobody can get to me i am just deep dive in survivor twitter so that i can bring all the facts to you guys to the audience facts and the farts uh any other standout moments standout thoughts anything else that we didn't touch on in this episode before we wrap it up and send it back to our co host for next week
1: it's bedtime it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'll just say this was a fantastic episode like you said it at the beginning alex it, it, Mm it it had everything you could ask for i love that next season potentially there are longer episodes coming our way So Mm -hmm. imagine an episode like this, 90 minutes long. Ooh, baby.
1: How many more farts are we going to get?
0: Five more farts. (laughs)
1: Five (laughs) more
0: farts.
2: Amanda, you have been so good you have uh you're my favorite hildebrand that we've had on the podcast so far (laughs) i am so
1: Uh,
2: yes (laughs) i'm so grateful for your honesty uh just your um your willingness to dive into all the the silliness of the conversations here but bring your honest takes as well i'm just so grateful for your time so thank you for bringing so much to this episode um on the podcast
1: well thanks for having me it was fun
0: yes thank you for being here
1: that's all <laughs> in your house
0: are you guys getting... in our house Does we... you, do you feel like your marriage is stronger after this absolutely mm-hmm. except i mean we spent we spent the last couple days not talking about survivor so we could bring it all to you tonight we did not even watch the episode together we made sure that we had our opinions to ourselves and brought them here <laughs> yeah. for your enjoyment so,
1: so it was fresh it was yeah. fresh
0: amanda thanks for being here thanks for coming on the pod we really loved having you and, uh, to all our listeners, we will see you in a while, but tune in next week for the next episode, survivor at home, the podcast. Bye. Bye.
2: Thanks for listening to this episode of the survivor at home podcast. If you are interested in joining the survivor at home community, then find us at survivorathome.com or on Twitter at survivor at home and on Instagram. If you are enjoying the Survivor at Home podcast and go, please leave a rating and a review and take part in the polls and the Q&A section on Spotify. We'll see you next time.